everything about your smartphone overloads your working memory. The result in the short term is mental fatigue and difficulty concentrating. The long-term consequences are such that we make it harder to transfer new information to our long-term memories. And because our brains are overloaded, the memories that we do get into our long-term are not connected well to other memories, which makes it less likely to have new insights and ideas. We lose our capacity for deep thought. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about dabbling in self-improvement 30 days at a time. This month, we have been on a mission to break up with our phones by doing a digital detox. This week, we are in the midst of our trial separation from our phones and looking ahead to the makeup. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my much more disciplined friend, Jenny. This trial separation feels like I'm missing something, but it also kind of feels a bit like freedom. That's me, Jenny Kaus, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. I will do my best to whip our guinea peg into shape and hold her accountable to habit changes that she will undertake one month at a time. And I'm going to be playing along too. And as we take on a new habit each month, we're hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. Our monthly challenge for December is focused on examining our relationships with technology and in particular, our modern day love affair with our phones. The challenge we have given ourselves and you is to take charge of our mobile phones and create a more sustainable and productive relationship with them. To help us focus on this, we are reading the book, How to Break Up with Your Phone by Catherine Price. This amazing book is divided up into three parts, the wake up, the breakup, and the makeup. Here are a few more tidbits from the wake up. Just in case you need another jolt of motivation to change your smartphone phone habits as we head into a new year. Your phone is killing your attention span. Keep in mind that the way that we are designed as human beings, distraction is the default. Human beings are naturally distractible because in nature, things are often trying to kill us. We want our attention to be drawn to changes in our environments because those changes might indicate a threat. Our brains prefer distraction to concentration because concentration requires our brains to do two difficult things at once. One, choose what to pay attention to, and two, ignore distractions. Our phones are designed to take both of those tasks out of the picture and delight us with distraction. The more we don't focus, the better we get at not focusing. We become skimmers, and the better we get at skimming information, the worse we get at reading and thinking more deeply, and this contributes to it being even harder to focus on just one thing. Your phone messes with your memory. Our brains have two primary forms of memory, short-term, sometimes referred to as working memory, and long-term, and our phones affect both. Your working memory is everything that you are holding onto in your mind at any given moment. It is also the gateway through which every long-term memory must pass. The problem is that our working memory can't hold on to too many things at once, and so it's easily overloaded. So an example is, if I introduce you to two people at a party, you'd likely remember their names. But if I introduce you to eight people at once, you probably won't. Adding to this challenge, the more information your working memory is trying to handle, which is called your cognitive load, the less likely you are to remember any of it. Everything about your smartphone overloads your working memory. The result in the short term is mental fatigue and difficulty concentrating. The long-term consequences are such that we make it harder to transfer new information to our long-term memories. 
And because our brains are overloaded, the memories that we do get into our long-term are not connected well to other memories, which makes it less likely to have new insights and ideas. We lose our capacity for deep thought. Your phone also increases your stress, decreases your sleep quality, and it also decreases your creativity. So lots of bad news about what's coming out of of our use of these phones. That's all kind of really terrifying. As I said, it's just a little jolt to motivate us to make the changes Uh, that we've been making. So let's keep using that as that little motivation to keep moving in the right direction. For sure. In the breakup part of the book, Catherine gave us the first 21 days of this challenge that we covered in the last three episodes. And if you haven't checked those out and you started to incorporate some of those tips into your smartphone habits, we recommend going back and listening to those episodes. It all builds up and it provides a framework for this week, which is the 24-hour detox. At the time of this recording, we are approximately, we'll say a little bit more than halfway through the 24-hour detox. And we have joined up live with each other here in my office at home in St. Thomas to record rather than by phone. During this 24-hour period, we've both turned our phones off to help us gain an awareness of our relationship with our phones and to assist us on our way towards rebuilding healthy relationships with our devices. How's it going for you, Peg? Well, it was a bit strange at first. John was out at a Christmas event, um, and when he left, I reminded him that I would be turning the phone off and that he couldn't reach me and that I would expect him to be home around 7, which is when he said he'd probably be back. And then at just before 4 p.m. when I started going dark, uh, I sent you a text, and and I also sent him a text just letting him know that that was happening. Yeah. And um, And then I was sort of felt like... I was all alone and I had nothing to do. And I was like, okay, I grabbed a glass of wine and I sat at the dining room table and I finished wrapping some Christmas gifts. I stared at my Christmas tree. Nice. I put on a podcast, but I did it through my laptop. So I was still listening to something, but it wasn't through my phone. Um, And then I put my phone on my desk, turned off underneath a piece of paper. So Uh I wasn't tempted to look at it. So I felt a bit antsy at times because, you know, you sort of grab it to look up something or to like see who's texted that you. impulse is just the there. impulse is there for sure so there was a couple of times when I went to reach for it and um, obviously it wasn't an option um, but there was also something that felt a bit liberating about just not having to worry about it so I had to go find something else to do so I also made some plans today um, and I came to St. Thomas to do this recording and my mm-hmm. phone's still at home it feels so strange now to get in the car without the phone because I listen to a podcast that Bluetooths through my phone yeah. when I'm driving. I had to listen to the radio on the way here. Yeah. <laughs> and then after this, I'm going to meet another friend. And I had to make plans with her yesterday and mm-hmm. say, hey, I'm not going to have my phone. I'll meet you at this time at this place. Old school. Yeah. So I'm just going to hope that she's there. Yeah. Because usually we would do that whole, okay, I'll be there in five minutes. Yeah. Okay, I'm running two minutes late. Like where there's the all the lead up. Whereas before you just meet the person if they were a couple minutes late they were a couple minutes late that's right yeah so Uh, yeah it's an interesting challenge we've become so reliant on it in modern times that it seems strange now to not have it so mm -hmm. it's kind of cool though I like it it's yeah I think it's a a good exercise to do this and I think probably it'll be something I do in the future for sure how about you how are you doing I think the word I keep thinking of is untethered oh okay um but not in a bad way but then tethered more to where I actually am. So that's cool. It's like a weird combination. Um, and it, this, 
I remember when we were first talking about this and I remember hearing you mention this 24 hour no phone thing. And I was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. Like instant, like I could feel it in my body, the like resistance of like, yeah, 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 that's fine. But like, that's the part I'm not doing. And I remember feeling a lot of resistance to it. And right up until we did it, I was feeling a lot of resistance. And yesterday afternoon, um, we had a lovely afternoon with some friends. We went for lunch. We sat in their hot tub after. I was feeling antsy. And I found like right leading up to it, I had a little bit of like a cluster thing where I just started using the phone a lot um, to like kind of get it all out before we started. Um, And I leading up, I was very worried about not being reachable um, because it is a work phone as okay. well. Um, and I had spoke to my boss. She was completely fine with it. Thought it was a great idea. Um, so there was no resistance there. I mean, I'd sent a message out to people at work. I gave them alternate ways like that. I gave them Jeff's phone number so that if something legitimately happened that I was needed, that they could get a hold of me. Um, because so you did all the prep we talked about last week. I did the prep and I still felt uncomfortable. I still felt worried. Um, but that said, as soon as it was, I was actually looking forward to that time of when it would happen. I did. I felt a sense of relief. Cool. Um, and I almost felt like the going out for lunch and like going to the hotel, it was kind of like gearing me up for the relax of letting it go. And, um, I felt weird last night. I definitely had a lot of those impulses to grab it. Yeah. Um, I gave it over to Jeff. I don't even know where it is. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. And mine isn't off. Like, I didn't even think to turn it. Like, I just gave it to him. And I've heard a couple, like, it's rang a couple times. And the first time, it was like 4.30, he came to me and he looked a little panicked. Because he was like, oh, Jenny, it's your friend Elena. And this is a friend of mine who lives in Austria. And she's home for the holidays. So I don't get to see her very often. So I took the call. So I actually, half an hour in, I... How to cheat because we needed to make plans. Okay. So I was kind of wishing I had a landline that I could have forwarded it to. Yeah. Because so I ended up taking her call and we made plans for next week for in person and she's not a texter. So this is the only way that we communicate because she doesn't text. So I ended up, so then I kind of had to restart. So I'm going to actually not finish up until 4.30 today because I did take that call. Okay. And then he came to me later and said, Melissa's calling. And this is a friend from Montreal who's in town. And I was like, I can't take the call. And I (laughs) didn't take it. So. Oh my goodness. The fact that you still had it on, it was ringing and dinging and notifying you. That would make me crazy. Mm -hmm. I turned it off. And so now I don't even know what's happening until I turn it back on. Now it's off. Okay. Yeah. After that, I was like, okay. Because there can't be any more of these exceptions. Right. Because I'm, I'm certain that today, after I get my phone back on, that I can make plans with them. Sure. And do you know what it brought up for me? The whole FOMO thing, the fear of missing out. Yeah. Yeah. Is all of my fears about, well, what if they're home and they call and I miss them and I don't get to see them? And it's reminding yourself of JOMO, the joy of missing out. Oh, cool. And knowing that where you are, that's where the action is. Not the fear like that it's, well, something's happening somewhere else I need to know about. It's like, no, this is where I am. This is where my life is happening right now. I don't need to be worried that my life should be happening somewhere else with plans with someone else. It's 24 hours. This is where I am. 
Nice. So just trust that this is how it's supposed to go and you're not missing anything. Yeah. And let's pretend it's all going to be great. But can you imagine what a fiend I'm going to look like at 430 today, turning that thing on? Like, ah, what happened? What did I miss? (laughs) (laughs) And the worst part, we are going to be at someone's house. When this happens, you'll be like, I need to excuse myself I'm to like, use the bathroom. Uh, pardon me for 15 to 20 minutes. I'm <laughs> going to be catching up on everything I missed in the other realm. Wow. I love so, this. So, but that said, it, I haven't felt the impulse this morning. It's felt great. Awesome. So cool. All right. Well, we want to hear from you how you've been doing with your 24 hours away from your phone. So send us an email at theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com or find us on the socials once you're back on your phone, obviously, and let us know uh, how it went and how you felt and uh, if you're going to participate in this moving forward. So we are still in the midst of the last piece of this breakup, but with the last three weeks under our belts and only a few hours to go in our trial separation, (laughs) I think we have made some important changes to our smartphone habits. So hopefully you have a much clearer sense of how you use your phone too, and how you want to use your phone and how you want to be spending your attention in the future. Our goal for the last part of this month's challenge is to lock in these changes. So this is the third part of Catherine Price's book known as The Makeup. Here's what she recommends for our last week and moving forward. Day 22, trial separation recap. Check in with yourself after the 24 hours away from your phone to see how you're feeling about it all. What did you observe about yourself and your behavior when the phone was not an option? Do you now feel any different about your phone? What was the hardest part of the 24 hours? What was the best part? Did anything surprise you? All right. Day 23, make a decision to fast. And this is P-H-A-S-T. So phone fast. Catherine Price recommends coming back to this 24 hours without your phone exercise monthly or a few times per year to revisit and check in with your relationship with your phone. It also doesn't have to be 24 hours. You could do screenless Saturdays. This is what Tim Ferriss does. Or you could have the phone off for a few hours each morning to have a more productive and less distracted start to your day. You could also do an activity daily or once per week where you don't take the phone with you, like walk with a dog or hike. Or for me, this might be going snowboarding. Mm -hmm. Do you take your phone when you go snowboarding? I do to take photos sometimes, but I don't have to. That thing's giant. (laughs) I wouldn't be able to bend with that in my pocket. (laughs) Day 24, manage your invitations. One of the hardest part about changing your relationship with your phone is having to constantly say no to invitations sent by your own brain. For example, oh, hey, see that you just woke up. Want to look at your phone? So if you see anyone message you while you were sleeping, try to notice some of the invitations your brain is sending you. Then make a conscious decision about how you want to respond. Day 25, clean up the rest of your digital life. We've already talked about text messages, apps, games, app blockers. Now let's focus on email. You get too many and most are unimportant. Oh yeah. Number one, unsubscribe. We all have a bunch of emails that we get that we no longer are interested in or that pile up and we think we'll get to them. Unsubscribe. First delete, then unsubscribe. Mm -hmm. Number two, you don't usually have to respond immediately to every email. You can set up an app blocker so that you only have access to your email during certain times of day. Three, Use folders to keep yourself sane. You can create a needs response folder to store messages that actually require a response. Four, set up a commerce email account. This is an email that is only for when you buy or order things online. It will keep unwanted spam out of your primary inbox. Five, set up a VIP list of people whose emails you don't want to miss. Great idea. Uh, Social media. 
Ideally, you don't have the apps on your phone anymore, which we already have done that, but still you can go into your social media accounts and you can prune them. So unfollow people and accounts that don't bring you value or make you feel good. Have you ever heard of NED? No. National Unfollow Day. Oh, I didn't know about that. It's a Jimmy Kimmel thing that they do. Yeah. And like they will have people on and they go through their Facebook list and unfriend people. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's a little bit funny. That is a bit funny, especially on national TV. Yes. Day 26, check your checking. Whenever you notice that you're itching to check something, email, social media, text messages, the news, whatever, ask yourself, what's the best thing that could happen as a result of checking? The best email, the best piece of news, the best notification. What's the best emotion that you could experience? Then ask, what is the likelihood that this will actually happen? Spoiler alert, your chances are low, very low. Once you realize how unlikely your best case scenario is to happen, it becomes a lot easier to stop checking your phone so much. Day 27, digital Sabbath life hacks. Mm -hmm. Some people find that the 24 hours away from their phone is so rewarding that they decide they'd like to turn the trial separation into a regular digital Sabbath. It could be every weekend, once per month, or a few times per year. You can personalize your experience and detox as much or as little from your device as suits you. Here's some tips. Untangle your devices. Smartphones serve so many purposes. Bad is good and sometimes bad if you get distracted by social media when you were trying to add an item to get a grocery to your grocery list. <laughs> that hits close to home. <laughs> which you described. Uh, so one solution is to invest in separate devices or use one of your older models that is probably gathering dust in the closet. So for these, you'll just use Wi-Fi so you don't need a, a data plan. Um, you could have one device, one device that's for meditation, one that's for listening to music and podcasts. You could have a separate e-reader or a digital camera. It's a neat way to avoid falling into the rabbit hole of the scroll when you just want to do your meditation. Um, a close example is create a house phone. Uh, again, consider using an older phone and keep it pared down as a house phone, and it can only be used as a tool. So delete all the apps except for the camera, music, timer, calculator. It essentially changes your phone from a temptation into a remote control. Cool. Yeah, that's cool. Use your phone's suspension modes. Put your phone on airplane mode or enable do not disturb more often. Customize your do not disturb settings. Pre-select the people whose calls you actually want to receive. This makes it possible to take a break from your phone without worrying that you'll miss an emergency phone call. Download maps ahead of time. You can download maps of areas that you use frequently so that you still have access to them while you're offline. This is not helpful if you're taking a total break from your phone, but if you want to minimize your phone use and not get lost, this is a great option. The other one, and this is, we've been talking about this in the last day, is get a landline. You can still talk to the people without your your smartphone. And I love the idea of forwarding those calls to the landline. Sure, yeah. So, great That's an option. Um, Day 28 to 30. These days are review, keep yourself on track, and congratulations, you did it. So one of the most effective ways to stay on track with your new phone habits is to schedule a regular check-in with yourself. So put it on the calendar once a month or a few times per year and check in to see how you're doing. You could come back and re-listen to these digital detox episodes 24 through 27 of the Improvement Project to get yourself back on track. All right. In last week's episode, we reviewed our 18 for 2018 list, and we each discussed our highlights of the things we accomplished from our list, as well as the ones that we fell short on. As 2018 comes to a close, we have each prepared our 19 for 2019 list. So what's on your list, Peg? Uh, Well, here's some highlights. 
I want to continue doing this weekly podcast through 2019. Mm -hmm. Um, John and I need to get our will done. This was one of the things on my 2018 list that I didn't finish. So Ah. obviously I'm resisting. I put it on this. It's important. We need to get that done. I want to read one nonfiction and one fiction or fun book per month. So two books per month. It's only 24 books per year. We read a book every month for the podcast anyway. I feel like we can do this. Yeah. Um, I want to do email inbox zero. I need to get a better system and stick to it. So that's going to be a tough one. Right now, I think there's like 2,500 emails in my inbox. I'm sorry, what? You should see Jenny's face right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. I need to do some organizing. You probably want to help me with it. I, wow, that's a lot of emails. I know. Okay. Yeah, it's a thing. We can discuss this in a future episode. Okay. Um, I want to monitor spending and saving more closely with a budgeting app. Sweet. Um, I want to organize spices and my spice drawer. And with we Jenny. were yeah, we were talking about this before we started recording that Jenny's going to come and help me with this. She got all fired Sounds up. Sounds fun. Yeah. Um, I want to complete a handstand course and get closer to my goal of a press handstand. Didn't know that handstand course was a thing. That's it's cool. a thing. Um, I want to learn to speak Spanish, um, or at least improve my Spanish skills. And uh, a theme for me in 2019 will be outer order equals inner calm. And so I want to go through all drawers, cupboards, closets, dressers, and they all need to be mins gamed. Yes. And if you're not sure what mins gamed means, it's a game <laughs> where you minimize your stuff. And we're going to pl- worry, you'll find out. We're going to be playing it again. We played it last year. Um, we're going to play it again in March. So, so stay tuned if you're looking to declutter. And outer order equals inner calm is the name of Gretchen's new book. It's coming which- out in March. Also, stay tuned. We're been reading that. That's right. Um, another thing is I want John and I to hang out with one of our eight nieces and nephews each month, just one of them at a time and us cool. to increase connection to our little people. And uh, I want to get a better handle on Instagram and post more often to stay in touch with our listeners. Wonderful. How about you? Okay. So some of the highlights for my list are getting serious about this stand-up paddleboarding thing. I loved it when we went last year. It was such a cool experience. And um, it was toward the end of the summer. So we'd been talking about buying one, but we decided we would do it this year. Um, We were going (laughs) to buy one, but we realized it would be kind of just sad to buy it. And then it sits there all winter staring at us. So um, we are going to buy a minimum of one, but probably two. It's more fun to go with a friend um, to really help ourselves enjoy the summer more and have something to do. We went to the beach a lot more last summer. That was part of the things I wanted to do in 2018. And we decided we want to have something to do when we're there. So this would be great. Um, I also want to do a couple, even just one night getaways with Jeff. Uh, we've not been good at having time for just us. Uh, we did do dinner out once a month with just the two of us this year. Um, but I want to, Ethan loves having sleepovers with grandparents, so we have no excuse. This we can make happen. Um, I want to learn more about Adobe Photoshop and Illustrator as well as Google Analytics. Those are just skills I want to work on uh, personally uh, and professionally. I want to go skiing at least once. I went skiing last year. Uh, we'll I do loved that for it. Sure. That's happening. Yeah. Um, I need to build a new table base for my lovely desk in the office. As you're sitting here, can you feel it wiggling? Oh, okay. It's, she's got a little, look at that. Little wiggle. Little, little wiggle, wiggle to her. I just kind of built this, but I found plans for a desk that I want to use the base part of it to build for this. You've got a vision. I have a vision. Okay. Um, and it's an easy one. 
So I want to do that. Men's game is on mine as well. Uh, nice. Can't good. wait. Good. Um, I want to replace my winter gear. I hate my winter coat so much. Yeah. Every time I put it on, I'm like, yeah, I hate this thing. <laughs> Feathers are all coming out of it. It's I've had it for a very long time and I don't love it and I want to get a new one, but I'm really overanalyzing this purchase, I'm really looking at what's available. I bought a really bossy pair of snow pants last year that are a specific color, so it's hard to find something to go with them. So anyway, I want to take care of that. And I actually got to start on this because boots were something I wanted to replace as well. Yep. And I ordered a pair on Amazon a couple of days ago. So I'm waiting awesome. for them to show up. So awesome. just want to get some better because there's no bad weather. There's just bad gear. <laughs> nice. Right? And I'm trying to get outside more Good. as indicated by the skiing and all of that. So more house plants. I want to get more of this plant here, this snake plant in my office. Yep. I want more of those. Apparently they clean the air. Oh, and they make great. me happy. So I want to get more house plants. They're good for the air. They look nice. There's a couple that like that kind, a Dracaena, I think it's called Dracaena. You can't kill them. These two things, I'm just going to fill my house with those. Yeah, two those kinds. are the best kind. The These ones plants, that you I don't water kill. them for a long time and yeah. they forgive you. Yeah, yes. I like those ones. And I want to either do a back handspring on a trampoline or a back walk over on the ground. And sweet, sweet Peg came to my house today and brought me a present, and it was an hour with this gymnastics coach. You could not know me better. Um, so this will really help me jumpstart nice. that. Because you know what I'm, I'm looking for in that is the steps. I don't believe that this is something that I can't do. I think I'm going to get an idea of what are the real steps here and you, make a you plan. You can totally do it. If I break this down into chunks of, okay, I'm going to work on this to start. And then by this day, I'm going to have this part of it. I'm going to break it into chunks and I can do this. And I now know, before I thought I wanted to do a backflip, but now I know this is what it is. Okay, awesome. Yeah. Because oh, so I saw you. you do a back handspring, yeah. like on the ground. That's amazing. I, if I get there, that's amazing. But a back walkover... That would blow my mind. Totally doable. That would blow my mind. Hashtag so. old lady gymnastics. So anyway, thank you. That was really lovely. You're welcome. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. And for those who are wondering, I got Peg some cookies that she can't even eat because she doesn't eat gluten. <laughs> so... It was very sweet. And the people on. in my world are going <laughs> to love those cookies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll put a link to my full list in the show notes. And Jenny and I would love it if you'd come over to the Facebook group and share your list of 19 for 2019 with the group. It will get you to actually write it down and it will allow for some accountability for your list as we head into the new year. So go to Facebook and type the improvement project into the search bar and then click join and we'll add you to the group. Every week we ask you to play along with us and we're so excited that some of you are and we are extra excited that some of you are telling us about it. My friend Lisa reached out to me this week on LinkedIn. Did I tell you about this? No. Um, after listening to the podcast and said, thanks for being awesome. You made the commute to work enjoyable. So Lisa is a friend of mine from high school um, and we touch base like once in a while, like not often enough because the one time I talked to her, she had had a child oh. and that's how long it had been. I didn't know she was pregnant. I didn't know she'd had a child. So we don't, we don't chat much. She lives in the GTA. So it was so nice to hear from her and it blew my mind that she had come across the podcast and was listening. So thank you so much for listening, Lisa. It was so nice to see your name pop up and even nicer to know that you're listening along. 
And oh, she started at the beginning, so it's probably going to be a while before she hears this. <laughs> oh, I love that too. And uh, Kristen, a colleague of Jenny's, uh, sent this very sweet message as well. I love listening to you two. You're so relatable and your dedication to your challenges makes me want to stick to mine. Oh, what a nice little and comment. Kristen, um, she's great. And her mom was a gymnastics coach and she actually came over once and was trying to help me with really? this back. Yes. Oh, that's so cool. She's lovely. Awesome. So is her mom. Awesome. So we're always so glad to hear what you think about the podcast. And we are very curious to hear how you are doing when it comes to our monthly habit challenges. Send us an email to the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com or come say hi on the socials. Even though we will be on our phones less, you can still find Peggy on Instagram at Dr. Peggy Malone, and I'm on Twitter at jkouse. You can also get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. And now it is time for What Are You Digging Lately? This segment is one that may or may not be related to our monthly theme. Peggy and I like to talk to each other about what podcasts we've been listening to or what books we've been reading or what random internet hilarity that we've come across and we feel like you might find it fun too. So each week, each of us will share something fun that we are loving, that we are finding useful or practical or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. So this week I'm digging Duolingo. So this is an app that I mentioned briefly last week, but this week it's been a bit of a game changer for me. So I downloaded this app, which is kind of against what we're doing with getting rid of apps, but I did it for a specific reason. I put it in the spot on my phone where Facebook used to be. Nice. And whenever I've had some downtime, which is the time I go to my phone, instead of doing the mindless scroll, I'm learning a bit of Spanish, which is on my list for 2019. So, and the cool part about this app is that they've designed it so it feels like a game. They call it sort of the gamification of mm-hmm. language learning. So there's like noises that come up to tell you you've done it right. And like you get little uh, prizes at the end of a certain lesson. So they know what they're doing when it's helping people to lock in information. And already I have a few more Spanish words. So this Do is great. Do you notice that any of the cartoon people kind of look like certain celebrities? Oh, and didn't notice that. Okay. So you might notice this now. Some of the little cartoon characters are like, is that supposed to be Conan O'Brien? Really? Because it looks so much like, and like the question will kind of make sense with that character. It's very weird. Like I think there's some cheeky things going on there. I oh, love that. I'll app. check that out. It's That's super cool. fun. So my I'm digging is nothing new for me. I've been digging this for a long time, but I felt like I was really appreciating it. So it's worth mentioning. I love Tim Horton's green tea. I drink a a lot of green tea. And this is the tea that I started drinking when I wanted to get into drinking tea. I used to never have a hot beverage I drank. Okay. And this was when I was at my first job out of university. And, you know, people would go over to Tim Hortons to get something and there was nothing I would get. So I'd get like a peach juice and a donut. And I just felt like I was already the young person at work. I was 22, 23, you know, at an office job. And so I felt like a I felt like I needed to have a hot drink to be an adult. So I decided (laughs) to get into tea and I used to get a ton of sugar in it. And I eventually, like I, you know, over the course of a month, I kept backing it off and I made myself like green tea Awesome. and I've been drinking it ever since. Um, I recently have been trying a bunch of different kinds of green tea, like loads of different kinds, like go to the grocery store, like, yes, this, ding, 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 trying them all just to find out what I what other kinds I like. And then I went back to the Tim Hortons one and I realized I love it because it's a mix of green tea and lemongrass. Oh, cool. And it's kind of got that little bit of citrusy and I really like the taste of it. Um, and okay. So when you go to Tim Hortons, like I buy the boxes of green tea 
okay. at Tim Hortons. And there's like 20 in a box. And they're all individually wrapped. And you know that drives me yeah. bonkers. Yeah. I feel horrible about the amount of garbage involved with me having a cup of tea. They have, um, when they're making you the tea, it's like a flat box and it's just the tea bags in it. Oh, so you can get that somehow maybe. Oh, there's got to be a way. So I'm like hunting down. If anyone knows anybody <laughs> who like owns a Tim Hortons is like the person who owns it and they want to like sell off some inventory, I'm looking to make a connection with this person to become my regular dealer. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love this. <laughs> yes. I might just, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I need to write a letter to Tim <laughs> about my tea needs. <laughs> Because I want to save the planet a little bit. But still enjoy your tea. But it needs my tea. Oh my god! Anyway. Love it. Yeah. Now it's time for you win or you learn. Each week, Jenny and I will trade off during this segment to let you know where we did something right and there is cause to celebrate or where something perhaps went off the rails and allowed for a learning opportunity. These can be related to our journey as we take on new habits, or they may just be celebrations and bumps in the road in our everyday lives. So I had the win this week and I'm happy to report... I made it through adult gymnastics <laughs> and I did a very, very assisted back walkover, sort of. Um, first, I did a back fall over, I'll call it. Oh, that was my fault. Though. That was... I was not spotting you correctly. Uh, I don't think I... I don't think I really was thinking about what was going to happen. I just knew I was going backwards and I was jazzed about it. So Put things, your hands on the floor, Jenny. <laughs> yeah. And then like lock it. Like, I don't think I really was like, oh yeah. Anyway, it was so much fun and I so appreciate it. So Peg was been taking adult gymnastics once a week and she had an opportunity to bring a guest and she chose me. I felt so lucky. Um, so thank you so much for inviting me. That was so much fun. And I got some really good pointers from the coach yeah. on kind of what I can do next step. Um, after I basically approached her with the, how much money do I need to throw at this problem question? <laughs> she looked a little, a little alarmed. I think she found you entertaining I, as, um, as anyone would, but I can feel it. Like, I feel like this is just like one more step closer yeah. to this happening. Yeah. And this is one of those weird goals. I don't even know why this is a goal for me. I think it's like part of the, just getting older, pushing back against. Yeah. There's something awesome about still being able to teach your body a new physical skill as you get older. It's pretty fantastic. Yeah. And for those of you listening, if you want to see some uh, (laughs) of these clips of the video, I put them on Instagram. So if you go to doctor at Dr. Peggy Malone, you'll see some video of Jenny at adult gymnastics. And it was as you're saying that uh, they're highly entertaining. I, when I went on to Instagram, like on like the web on my phone, cause I don't have the app. So I don't go on often. And I realized you had those on there and like how long they'd already been up there. I instantly got sweaty. I was like, oh, she didn't include the, oh gosh, she did. Oh my gosh. Like, cause I am strangely private. And, but then I was like, no, this is awesome. That was hilarious. Like the one on the bars. Yeah. Oh when you were gosh. grabbing my hand instead of focusing on where you should have been. <laughs> Please help me. But I do advise if you are going to do something like adult gymnastics, just go with your chiropractor. Yeah. It, it seems really like if something shortens comes up. it up. And it's like, you know, there's no calling for an appointment. It's like, are you free right now? Because this happened and you saw it. So please help me. (laughs) And it might have been my fault. (laughs) Uh, It was super fun. All right. Well, I've got the learn this week. And my learn is related to John and I and our new habit of going to the gym. So as much as I thought this habit was a done deal and locked in, uh, we have been slacking on making a decision about what we're going to do now that our six week challenge is over. And then the four week Christmas accountability challenge that we did after that is also over. 
So um, I don't want this habit to slide. So we're going to get on this and we'll be back to our regular workouts in the next week or so. So good for you. Um, you know, as we talk about often on the podcast, habits seem like they're locked in, but you really do have to stay after them. So we need to get after it. Yeah. Is that a James Clear thing? The like when he was talking about someone had asked him like, oh, like how long does it take till it's really locked in? And it's like, never, never. never yeah. You got to keep choosing it every day. Yeah. It certainly can become part of your routine. Um, or, you know, you build it as your brain as a non-negotiable, but it's never over. You still have to choose it. That's a good way to put it. So on next week's episode, we're going to be starting a brand new year and of course a new month as well. So that's going to bring with it a new challenge. In January, we're going to be focusing on routines and we are determined to get some adequate sleep. All right, and that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Remember to let us know if you did the 24-hour trial separation from your phone and how it went. Also, let us know if you are making a 19 for 2019 list. Get in touch. Our email address is theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. Jenny is on Twitter at jakehouse, and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag theimprovementproject. You will find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and even show them how to listen to a podcast because some people might not know. Also subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. We also have a Facebook group. Search for the Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you. Thanks for listening. On behalf of Jenny and I and the Improvement Project podcast, we want to pass on the happiest of holiday love and greetings. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. We are looking forward to a great 2019 filled with building healthy habits and becoming better humans. We hope that you'll join us. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. Go get after some of those shortbread cookies. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm talking about.